What would you do if Jesus stuck his fingers in your ears or touched your tongue after spitting on his fingers? Let's talk about that. Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome to Honestly Radio. The people you invite into your life, your friends, have the power to make you better or break you down. If you want to know what your future will look like, look at who you hang out with. Some of you may need to reevaluate your life choices. But it's true. If your inner circle is made up of people who encourage you to be closer to Jesus, you will be closer to Jesus. It's the blessing of godly friends. And if you have close friends moving further away from God, that's likely where you'll be headed to. Who you share your life with is incredibly important. That was certainly the case for a man we read about in Mark chapter 7. He was blessed with good friends that brought him closer to Jesus. Literally closer, like right up to him. Jesus had been on a 20-mile hike that would eventually take him back to the Sea of Galilee. He did not plan any stops on this trip. It was meant to be a ministry-focused mission to bring the Jewish people, God's chosen people, back to the true faith. But the trip took Christ through an area with a lot of Gentiles, not God's chosen people. Think more like you and me. It's here we meet a man who needs a miracle. He needs the touch of God, and thankfully, he has good friends that are happy to not only point him in the right direction, but also give him a ride. Verse 32 sets the scene. A deaf man with a speech impediment was brought to him, and the people begged Jesus to lay his hands on the man to heal him. Check that. Not only did they bring their friend to Jesus, but they begged him to heal him. That's what good friendship does. And if you're wanting the roadmap to good relationships, this is it. Do my friends encourage me to connect with God? Do they help meet my practical needs? Do they pray on my behalf? When the answer to these questions is yes, we are positioned to experience the miraculous and powerful hand of Jesus. Some of you may need to reevaluate your friendships. Not only that, you need to take a moment and ask a tougher question. Am I a good and godly friend? Do I encourage my friends to connect with Christ? Do I help them with tangible needs? Do I pray for people who are important to me? Am I leading people around me closer to Jesus or farther away? The truth is, we can either be a blessing to those around us or be a stumbling block to people we claim to care about. When our personal lives are pointed to Christ, then we are enabled to lead others into his presence as well because we know where to go from personal experience. But as important as friendship can be, and it is important, it doesn't replace our personal time with the Savior. In order to love others best, we need to connect with Jesus first. We need to love him first with our everything so we can love others in a holy, life-giving way. I think that's why verse 33 is so powerful. Jesus wasn't here to please a crowd. He wasn't here for their validation. What Christ saw was an opportunity to connect with someone outside of the Jewish faith, outside of God's chosen. The Bible says Jesus led him away from the crowd so they could be alone. If you want Christ to move in your life, you need to spend some time alone with him. I love worshiping and serving together at church. It is important and it is powerful. But we don't leave Jesus at the church on Sunday. His Holy Spirit is with us always. The opportunity to have a rich and meaningful connection with God is always available. 
We are meant to pray to God wherever we're at. Jesus wants to speak to you today through the Bible. That's why his words are written in there. And every other breath is an opportunity to thank God, praise him, and worship him, whether it's in your car or at home. I feel like sometimes we want to cry out and say, God, why won't you move in my life? And Jesus says, come a little closer and actually meet with me so I can. We can't say we want God's blessing, but live our lives apart from his presence. I really want you to hear this. The blessing is being in the presence of Jesus. The miraculous happens at the feet of Christ. When Jesus says, follow me, actually follow him. And make sure you have friends that encourage you and help you live that life of faith. Jesus communicates to a man who can't hear or speak. He is trusting Christ based off only what he can see. You can imagine he's confused, but there's no record of resisting or even pulling away. He submits to Jesus. He put his fingers into the man's ears, then spitting on his own fingers, he touched the man's tongue. Looking up to heaven, he sighed and said, Ephatha, which means be opened. Instantly, the man could hear perfectly, and his tongue was freed so he could speak plainly. It's absolutely incredible. When we allow ourselves to be in the presence of Jesus and submit our lives to him, Christ does the miraculous. When we have the right friends, they help usher us into the presence of God. The Bible says Jesus told the crowd not to tell anyone, but the more he told them not to, the more they spread the news. They were completely amazed and said again and again, everything he does is wonderful. He even makes the deaf to hear and gives speech to those who cannot speak. Although Jesus ministered to the Gentiles, outsiders of the Jewish faith like you and me, as the need arose, his intention was not to have a public ministry among them. And that's another miraculous thing. We're not God's original chosen people. We are his new adopted family. Jesus is the one who made a way that we all might connect with God. He was moved by his love and compassion, yes, but even Christ submitted to the scriptures. The word of God inspired and directed him. We read in the law of Moses given to him by God in Leviticus chapter 19. It says, Do not insult the deaf or cause the blind to stumble. You must fear your God. I am the Lord. Do not take advantage of foreigners who live among you in your land. Treat them like native-born Israelites and love them as you love yourself. Remember that you were once foreigners living in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. And chapter 20 says, keep all my decrees by putting them into practice. For I am the Lord who makes you holy. Jesus is our perfect example. The Bible says Christ is the living word. And we see this in the way he allows God's word to direct his life and his ministry. Jesus saw the deaf Gentile man just as the Bible described and followed its instruction. He loved him deeply, he made time for him in his busy schedule, he prayed to God on his behalf, and Jesus healed him through his faith in God the Father. If the Bible can speak to and direct Jesus Christ, be humble enough to believe that it can speak and direct you. Jesus saw prayer and scripture as priceless, precious, and essential. It's how he ministered to others. 
If we want to be like Jesus, we must value our personal time in prayer and reading God's word, just like Jesus did. We can rejoice today because we have hope, healing, redemption, and salvation for everyone in the name of Jesus. A free gift redeemed in the faith of a Savior who made a way for all of us. I pray today that you would experience true godly friendship and that you would in turn be a good and godly friend to those around you. Our friendships can either make us or break us. I want to close the show with these words from Jesus. They are profound, beautiful, and life-changing. We recognize Jesus as Lord of all, King of everything, the great I am. And of all the ways he could view his subject, his followers, he calls us friend. I encourage you to hear these words, read them later in John chapter 15, verses 14 to 17, and let them sink deep into your soul. Jesus Christ calls you a friend. John chapter 15, verses 14 to 17. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends. Since I have told you everything the Father told me, you didn't choose me, I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. This is my command. Love each other. Amen. Hey, I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you for joining us today. I want to encourage you to read Mark chapter 7 and John chapter 15 on your own. Spend time in prayer and reflection. Also, check out honestlyradio.com to join us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also find all the podcast apps we're on where you can download the show for free. I want to encourage you to connect with God daily today in prayer, in your Bible, and through attendance and service at a local church. Allow Christ to begin building your faith. Thank you for joining us on Honestly Radio. Remember, live honestly, be blessed. We'll see you next time.